Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! marketing it's money it's a podcast here we are it's the marketing money podcast.com oh that was terrible anyway we're back we're enthused and excited uh we are fired up today man got kindling under my butt don't, so fired uh, up you don't say that what well, i just did oh well you just took us from a i don't know you, you put us way country with that comment I just made that up. That's not country. That is Marketing Money Podcast, colloquial. At marketingmoneypodcast.com. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about something that's kind of timely because we have, uh, we're coming out of the Super Bowl and we're going into March Madness. And we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart and something that you spent part of your career doing as well. And that is sports marketing. Ooh, it's why I don't follow many sports anymore. Because you got burnt out like that kindling under that rear. Ooh, see, when you say it, it sounds dumb. Anything I say sounds dumb. <laughs> but, it's, but it's our podcast, so I can say what I want to. Oh, yeah. Sports marketing. What did you do in sports? I worked for a sports magazine. Um, I was a writer photographer, every man kind of guy, designed a little bit of it. And um, primary beat that I covered was recruiting, which will crush your soul and your dreams when you're talking to 18-year-old students. This is pre-message board days um, or right at message board days when you're trying to figure out where a, where a 17, 18-year-old is making their decision, where they're going to commit. It's an odd, odd world. And, and looking at the seedy underbelly of it is, is weird. A lot, lot of weird stuff that goes on in that. You know, doing that day in, day out, I love sports. Love, um, I love baseball first, football, basketball, probably basketball second now. Football, man, it's just most of the recruiting was around it. And talked to a lot of coaches, went to a lot of football games, saw a lot of the sausage being made. Mm. I, I've watched Jerry Maguire twice. It's very – dissimilar to that and and that that made me want to be in sports and because and it was you know i mean it, it just it, that that's all i got show me the money i'm about to show it to you show me the money sports marketing is something we all do or we try to and in, in the banking industry and let's talk about some different angles on it you can go from the community bank sponsoring your local 5K. I'm going to sponsor the run. And I'm going to sponsor the, the, the cheerleaders going to throw out the plastic footballs at the game on now Friday look, night. That, that, the, th- the throwing the football is one of the, I mean, from, from my. It's it, a childhood thing, though. I oh, still remember is. catching that little football in the oh, crowd. Like and you were like one. eight. And you're watching these 18, these 17-year-olds, and they were just larger than life, even oh. though you were going to be one one day, and you, you caught the football from the cheerleader, and you looked at it, and you kept it at home on your windowsill by your bed. You, oh, man. I mean, it was, yeah, it was it was a, it was a big deal that you had to get one of those. And if you just went down and, like, I don't think, I mean, it was, like, kind of sacred. Like, you could have probably gone down and stolen one out of the box of them, or you had not reached up, but just grabbed one. 
not nearly like catching one for when when that touchdown when they when they hit that big TD and you and the cheerleaders go reaching in the box down there and oh. you're like oh here here comes the football so I mean yeah that that may be cooler than a 10k yeah 10, 10 definitely cooler than a sign on baseball outfield yeah um, baseball I f- well I don't know baseball has some fun like in between innings stuff they do that's pretty cool. You have a long uninterrupted brand impression. You do, you do. So you have some stuff there, but 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 what what you really do this for is to support. I mean, and and I think that's kind of one of the base basis of all this. You're probably mad at us um, if you're mad about us n- knocking Hazen on a 10k. You, let me guess, you weigh like 120, and you're a, well, and you're a runner because hey, you love them. Hey, listen, we're not Hazen because I do them. Yeah. I mean, we're the. I don't. I don't run anymore. My my bank is a, is a key sponsor of of what is supposedly the largest 10k in the state of Mississippi, which is like probably means nothing to anyone. But my point is, we we sponsor yeah. a race, and we're we put signs up along the trail, and we do some advertising for it around it. And but the thing is, is you is you do it sometimes. I mean, the the kind of the first thing in in any sports marketing, whether it's high school to NCAA, even into probably professional sports. You probably are looking because you're a fan, because you want to support that thing. Well, they are, which comes to my whole spiel of this whole thing is why do sports marketing, and it's because loyalty. People like sports or their sports team more than they like your brand. But if you can tie your brand to that sport or that team, uh, usually there is some, ready for the business jargon we just talked about, there is some synergy in that. And please shoot me with lightning for saying that, but there is some synergy in brand loyalty, between a sporting team and your bank or your financial institution, if you should support it. And what are some ways to do that, Josh? Well, the first thing I look for is permanence in this is what, what can I, what can I have the most time? And and that's why things like, um, I'm, I'm kidding about baseball outfield signs, but it is something that's up. The whole game doesn't change. I like them. I'm a fan of them. I think you're thinking high school. Though. Oh, I, Yeah, I am. I mean, but, I'm talking, you get a sign on the, the wall at Yankee stadium. Is it Yankee stadium still? Yeah. Okay. Added when they tore it down eight years ago. Or they just keep naming it and okay. moving parts of it. Yeah. But it's I think cheaper, if, cheaper real estate. I think if you're on the wall out there, pretty good. If you're Budweiser and you're on the rooftop yeah. at, at Chicago Cubs at Wrigley. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. And so I look for permanence. I mean, scoring tables in basketball or like the um, the um, pads under under the goals or you know State Farm is has been on the backboards NBA. Forever. Well, and the good hands, all, the good hands all stayed at college on the yep. field goals. Was whoever did that? If for some reason you ever listened to our little peon podcast, I'd like to virtually shake your hand because yeah. that was a pretty darn good idea. So permanent. So am I going to see it? And then so the next thing is what is where where John's going with the all state good hands is is appropriateness. Like that's cool, right? That there's this um, net with hands on it, and the yeah. field goal kickers kicking the ball into the net. It's, yeah, it's cool. You know, it's the Wiener Race and and um, um, the Brewers Stadium. I mean, there's and the presidents at Washington. They yeah, have the ex presidents, and they run around there. But that, I don't know what what the sponsor what, is. What the sponsor is there, and there may not be one. But my point is, well, there's one that's Home Depot. I know, um, and it's. Like a screws out running a bucket, like a screwdriver. Watching people in dumb costumes run around the um, the the warning track in baseball is just a thing that happens. So, so, so we're used to that. But then Home Depot does it with weird characters. Yeah, or Chick Fil A drops chicken sandwiches on parachutes from a 
cow blimp inside the Georgia Dome, which is no longer after last week. But yeah, so appropriate. Is it kitschy? Is it? Is it? I mean, it's the half court shot. It's the it's the punt pass kick and things like that. But it's, Spon- br- it's brand impression through loyalty. Well, which, that. Which I call it. And then the other thing I would say besides appropriateness is it engaging, which is weird that it's third, but I would give up to a degree 10, 10 seconds or trade 10 seconds of engaging and go towards a game at two hours worth of permanence. Yeah. So the, so the billboard may not move or do anything, but you're looking at it and it's just there all game. So you're seeing it all game. So it's not as engaging, but the permanent stain yeah. of that sign or stain of that brand. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's the big Coke bottle in the outfield at, the Braves. at, at, at Braves or, or at, you know, any of these places. I mean, it's, it's, you know, there's just Ghirardelli at, at, at AT&T, which is, you know, where I, well, where, when you go to a Saints game, you had Whitney Hancock bank It's Whitney was just everywhere. Yeah, and, I mean, and you know that, and Pinnacle does the Grizzlies. Hey, didn't didn't some banks fight over some stadium space somewhere one time? Oh, there's that's happened plenty of times. <laughs> uh, um, but um, I'll tell you a funny a, a funny story that happened to us in a sports market. So let's talk about sports marketing uh, risk, should we say? We had a phone booth that came out at halftime of basketball games at the collegiate level. And it had a leaf blower in it. And everyone's seen these before. You put a student in there or you put a fan in there and you give them a minute or, um, or yeah, usually a minute. And you crank up a, a big stopwatch out beside it, a big clock. And then you dump a bunch of cash in from a sack and you turn on the uh, leaf blower and it blows the air. And it blows around. And then they're supposed to stand there with some music playing and grab the dollars out of the air and stuff it into their shirt or stuff it into an apron or something that you give them. And it's a it's a cash money grab, and it's brought to you by Renaissance Bank, and which is appropriate, which is appropriate. engaging. It's engaging. And it's not money. as permanent. It's not as permanent. It's giving a student some money, and yeah. so it's kind of well, the, mo- the, the broke money student. Is. The money is, but the but the fail here, and I look. I, I well, think because you don't control it, because you don't control it. So you have some intern or some sports or just some communication student. student running it that works for the university or the sports market agent for it. The the funny part that happened to us is we had done this thing for two years, successful at different places. And the one game, one student decides that they're going to either put their side or the corner of their elbow or something on the leaf blower, which then stops the air from coming out. Yeah. So here the top, the all the money just drops. all the money's just sitting on the floor, and so he sits down or and puts his back on the leaf blower and takes the cash and just starts stuffing it in the apron and gets almost like gets hundred percent gets it. gets every dollar. And I mean, I think the most is maybe three hundred bucks, and there's a lot yeah. of ones. It's a couple twenties, but I mean, it's three four hundred dollars at the most. Not going to be a big loss to any bank. I mean, even a small community make four hundred dollars. Oh, it's four hundred dollars. It was a promotion, but it's kind of funny because it never blew around, and everybody's kind of laughing, like the fans are kind of laughing. Well, then, so the kid gets out with all this money, and the intern. From what I understand, I was not there. The crowd is is really cheering for this person because they think like, oh, they've gotten the bank. They yeah. figured out a way to to skip the system, and it's just some it's some eighteen year old kid, and so they step out. Well, this intern from the school running it is like, you you cheated. So they take the money and the apron away. And, the and then the crowd. In front of the crowd. And the crowd boos and goes nuts. And, it's and, like, and boo, then goes to social media. Boo. And goes to social media. Boo. And then social media. That, that greedy bank wouldn't give that kid any money. 
bank had nothing. Bank to do. had nothing to do with it. Nothing. Yeah. It was the it was some intern running the promotion, and so then we start. Si- not, not a bank intern. Just no, some student, like student for that works for the student worker. Yeah, for the sports department at the school. You know, works for the athletic yeah. department. So anyway, so your brand's sitting there, and you're seeing on social media, why is everyone booing us at this at this Saturday game? There may or may not have been a key bank. A few executives there and, and people there. So then people were calling you, what happened? Why didn't we give the kid the money? And so you're sitting here thinking, some intern made the decision because they thought they cheated because the intern to them, it, that's a, it's a, four hours is a lot of money to an individual, and it's not change, but for this type of situation, it wasn't detrimental to the health of the bank or detrimental to It wasn't to the, worth stopping. It, it was, was worth yeah. instituting a new yeah. rule next time. I mean, and you could have even chastised in a in a – swarmy way the kid over the microphone and be like you didn't really get that right but way to go bud have fun taking your friends out to pizza tonight and give them a bit instead they took the money away from the kid and the booze rained down you hope they get all of it right this person just but broke the rule because they do say stand straight up with your back against the back wall and well, catch I it think, whatever. yeah but I, I don't i think they started that after no 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 they didn't say it, they're like, stand up and this kid just kind of squatted down but look beyond the fact of the technicalities that's I think it's a funny story. First of all, that our brand got booed and slandered on social media. Slander's probably not the right word, but it got slammed. It got slammed pretty good on social media uh, for something that our bank had nothing to do with, other than we sponsored the promotion through the school who sold us the promotion at the beginning of the season. I think it's bank. I mean, like the bank has to pay for the the money, but it wasn't like somebody came over with an envelope from the bank and it was like, oh, no, it's it's. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. But my, my point in that whole story is there is some there is some risk to even the most benign sponsorships that you don't even yeah, think about. Yeah, and that had run for like three or four years before there was ever kind of any problem. Yeah, and it was super popular with students. When they would go to pick somebody out there, I want to do it, I want to do the cash. Well, of course, they're getting free cash. But, you know, the most anyone ever got was like 130 140 bucks, and this guy cleans it out. <laughs> he, he is now a CEO of... Yeah, he is, he is now running a... And that person was Bernie, Ma- young Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff. <laughs> no, but anyway, uh, very, very long discretion or um, uh, pull away digression. Digression, and I'm mangling my syllables today. But worth worth noting that uh, you know we're in a risk averse industry, and um, it is worth kind of mitigating that risk by fully disclosing with executive management with those around like what is going on and. It's it's less embarrassing when you've thought about it than when you're explaining. If you've heard me say this over and over, when you're explaining, you're losing. Yes, uh, that, that if you're explaining, you're losing. Let, let, so let's talk about a quick win. One area that I think brands can use that that fits banking well, very conservative sport in the means of the way it is, is golf. I thought we were going to talk about highlight. Uh, I've never been to a highlight match. Do you call it a match? Yes. It's not a game. It's a match. Probably. Okay. I, and it's where it's, it looks like it's kind of like Tron. <laughs> I only remember it from Miami Vice, and I was. They just they have like a banana on their arm, and they, yeah, they hook a hooker banana, yeah, and they. Hook but that it. thing's going like super fast. Yeah, it's, I don't know. How they you, look like horse jockeys, though, don't they? Yeah, they got the help. Well, I mean, it's like a like a hard ball. It's racquetball with a boomerang. That, but a ball. Anyway. Golf. That is not the highlight. Highlight is not the highlight water, of this time. Um, horseless, waterless polo. So golf. Go- golf is an area where 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 we found a win and that um, sponsored an LPGA and a PGA pro. And the pro the first week out got in the top five and for 
three, four days in a row, was on the leaderboard near the top. And our brand was all over TV. And we're talking about a regional bank who then had a national brand extended impression for four days on television. Permanence. Television. Yeah. To your point earlier, it wasn't a blinking light. It didn't tell you a message of go bank with us for a raid or something like that. It was just our logo on television. And it's a big win. And that's the permanent argument I would make is that permanence argue I'd make is the outfield wall uh, at the football, the ribbon boards at a football game, though they do change, but if you can be on them consistently, scoreboards, but permanence is one way that sports marketing works if you're looking for pure brand impression. Uh, I would give you the argument that banks share so mu- so uh, many of the same names with First and Citizens and uh, United and all the you know, American, First, First Citizens, American United Bank, that it's hard to differentiate yourself unless you have a little different name but that's for another podcast or another talk. But that permanence, especially if you have a unique name, can work really well in sports marketing because, again, it's all about that loyalty. It's all about that person saying, that bank supports my school. They like University of North Carolina. They like Northwestern, and they like me, and, and they have an affinity card. Well, I'm going to get that affinity card. Well, and the other part of it is having that the bank has, has been heard of, your bank has been heard of before, the the power of the subconscious and unconscious mind that, Oh, I've heard of you, especially when you're not a, a U.S. bank or a, or a B of A or a Wells Fargo that's just ubiquitous. You 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 need to have been heard of. Again, if you're a first, third, national, I mean, just generic bank, um, you may not want to. I mean, honestly, let let's let let's face it. Some of these branding opportunities, you're going to get eaten alive by just the the lack of uniqueness in your name. It's possible it would just be a waste and you need a different tactic. This isn't necessarily a universal tactic. By the name waste uh, or the or wasting it. If you're a small town, ta- if you're in a small town, you're a small rural, if I can say that properly, community bank, rural community bank. Yes, you be all over that big high school on Friday night. Be all over the basketball games. Be the little balls they throw out during the parade and whatever else you've got, the homecoming court and all that stuff. And, and be cause, Because that is your market. Mm-hmm. You, you better own it. You better own it, number one. And number two, brand awareness is not your problem. Yeah. Because you're in a small town, there's probably three or four banks. Now, when you get to a, a Nashville, Tennessee, where there's 100 banks or more, 150 banks, who knows? Or you get to Charlotte, North Carolina, and there's just – behemoth banks and tons of small banks and then you throw in credit unions and then you got to compete with other things that do insurance and mortgage standalones and whatever you've that's where and i know we're digressing use the right word there again uh digesting but, but your but your your brand name has got to stand out but back to sports marketing uh, i do like some things that's happening now the nba is going to allow logos on the jerseys yeah They've been doing that in Europe with soccer for years. Yeah, I don't no have, skin it, off I don't have any teeth. problem with it. I think so. Well, oh, it's taking the game. For, why? What's it matter? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's another point for revenue. If you could diversify and do something, if you have an opportunity to add just a, a, a revenue source that didn't exist, that doesn't really cost you anything. I, and, here, and I'm going to say a secret now that I've thought about. Why aren't high schools doing that? Why isn't the... Western Western well, County Western County would ever have the bank name on it or McDonald's on it or whatever. like I mean seriously or the even the local muffler shop I mean whatever but well, at least to pay for we the, need more money but we're not going to open up avenues to do it yeah I mean it it's odd there's some sacredness to that 
student athlete, and it's not really even them. It's like I said, if it offsets the cost of the uniform, then that's less work the boosters have to do, and they can go do something. Well, the funny else. part to me is everybody grows up in little league with a brand name of some local business yeah. on their shirt because that's the only way you can fund the only way you can fund your shirt. So you're the the Renaissance Ravens, or you're the Mabus Agency Mavericks, or whatever yeah. it is. And so my point is is and that brings up another point. Sponsoring those local teams, I believe, is important. I think it shows a community tie. Now, if you're Bank of America, I don't think you need to do it. No. I really don't. That's not the type if of If you're people. a big bank, forget it. But if you're a local community bank, if you're not on at least one in every age group league flag football or soccer or baseball team at some point, I think you're, I think you're missing an opportunity. Well, I've that's been, where you can differentiate yourself. I've been wanting to find the city with the right size, the town with the right size. Not too small, not too big. To sponsor the whole shebang. Like the league. Like the league. And all of the kids have this, especially on like a Pop Warner, like football, do the whole thing. Do like a Lombardi-esque trophy. The, we should do the marketing money podcast, like middle school but lacrosse the is, league. Is, <laughs> but like but like broadcast it over a PA, like do a color commentary and a, and a play-by-play. Like make the kids feel like they're in the NFL. And like – if somebody did that, even for a year, even if you didn't do it every year, you're going to have such a unique experience. You're going to have permanence on one side. And you'll drive loyalty. Yeah. I mean, if you did that and these kids – and think about the kid growing up. Hey, man, you remember in that game that – that I mean, I'll tell you who was on the footballs at my first national bank was on the – the um, footballs at my high school. And you remember it, and they're a, they're a local bank. There's, what, three or four branches, if that? Two. Two. So you remember it. Now, would anyone remember that if they put First National Bank on the board at the Memphis Grizzlies basketball game in no. Memphis? No. No one would remember Because First National Bank, well, that's just uh, in every bank, first in their mind in a national bank mm-hmm. if they're an FDIC charter bank. I mean, I know they're state banks. And yeah. I, I get it. But, but you, still, it was yeah. just the, the name. Was, but you remember it. Yeah. Because the kid, well, there were two banks cool. in the the town. Yeah. Period. Not just when I was a kid, there were two single branch banks. Or I mean, I grew up in a town of I don't know, eight thousand people, ten thousand people. But I mean, there were two banks in town. But that's but that backs up the point that you just brought out of memory of a child of the loyalty of that bank. You now remember. Yeah. But if and you but, don't even live there anymore. Yeah. But imagine that kid that was felt like he's in the big game since we can't say the name of it. The superb owl. Yeah, the, the superb owl game. I mean, think about that. Um, is uh, you know make made them feel like that. You give them a legit trophy, not the not the screw on top Heisman ish pose. Can we say March Madness? Marchum, Marchum, Marchum Madness. Can we? Is hey, it, that's what it's going to be our review for the ads. Marchum Madness. Marchum Madness and the superb owl are two events. I don't. I think they're trademarks. So we can't actually. But say I think them. we're technically journalists right now. Mm, I, I am, if nobody else is. Anyway, the more point be, is, more is more give, give somebody. I'm not selling anything right now. Give. Um, hey, but if you would like to sponsor Marketing Money Podcast, please send us a check. Tape it under the mailbox. Uh, but no, I mean, just think about that experience you're giving the kid. So that's a freebie out there if you want to do that. I, you know, they're typically like. 350 to 500 a piece to sponsor. Why not go get all 10 teams? You know, I own a design firm, so design them their own instead of going and knocking off, which I don't, I still don't understand how the NFL is not. Yeah, these logos that knock off the Giants and put like yeah, the exact like color le- and the, yeah, the logo I, I and the know. font's the same. I know it's a kid thing and blah, blah, blah. I'm not 
But like the you, NFL probably likes that. Yeah. I, I would think the team would want you to do that because then you it creates the Milwaukee, that loyalty. Milwaukee Bucks might like it for that um, high school in um, – Or Jägermeister. Yeah, or whatever. But the point is it's got that thing that stands out. It's got the permanent. It's got whatever. So maybe you do it. Maybe we, – we've toyed with it um, a few times for some different clients. Being in five states, it's hard. You start selecting one of them with, with yeah. um, John's bank. So maybe one of you guys out there – you know, a, a strong contender in, a, in the right size community can put five to ten thousand dollars in it. You've got the right personalities, and you're out doing that play by play. And and then look, some banker gets to do something they really want to do, which is sit in front of a microphone like we are right now. Yeah, and do another Renaissance Bank first down. Yeah, you own it. Yeah, I still think I, touch as, them all as, as Renaissance fact, Bank, another home run. I mean, you can do all types of as stuff. As a matter of fact, that. I may have to pull this one back out and repitch <laughs> it because it's really not that big of a. The the trouble is showing up and doing. Yeah, it's like anything else. It's like maybe uh, you only be, do the play. Would it, would it be great to be in the Main Street Parade? Yeah, but who's going to go line up and actually march yeah. in it? Maybe we do that just for the playoffs. Not a bad idea. The the marketing money, playoffs, I like that. Uh, we we've about hit our ceiling for time. So uh, the fourth quarter is about to run out here. Hey guys, send your questions to us. I love getting the questions. Some of these. Um, the entire thing um, is is um, is created by questions, user questions. Um, you've got guys who have a ton of experience marketing, um, multiple things, stuff and things. Go to marketingmoneypodcast.com and, and ask us a question. Yeah, we look at them. It's, there's two weeks, you know, we do we do these, and then there's a, there's we got to have something to would do it between be bi-weekly that. or bi-weekly. Bi-weekly, yes, we do a bi-weekly. Bi-weekly means twice a week and every two weeks. And th- that's why I get. Biannual means every two years, and biennial means twice, twice a year. So, so I, yeah, I get I look, I get everything confused in life. I'm just glad I can sit in the chair. Every and talk two to weeks, you can catch a marketing money podcast. Hey, if the superb owl ads are good though, and the March we, of Mad, we're going March of Madness, which I don't that. know. You will have heard this after Super Bowl, so you may have heard already a bonus show if we can come in and cut one on Monday morning. And pop it out. We might yeah. do that. Bonus show. So anyway, uh, Sports Martin, we didn't get really tactical on it. We had just more of a conversation today, which is There's fine. That's our podcast. There's million ways to do it. But Josh had some good points in permanence. Uh, my points were for loyalty. And also my story was about make sure you vet some risk because when you just put your slap your name on it, but someone else actually runs the promotion, uh, it can go down in flames. Permanence, appropriateness, and engagement. Or you could go – appropriateness, permanence, and engagement, and remember it with ape. Yes. Go ape. ape on them. Just just go ape on them. With that being, we're shutting down. The shot clock is about to run out on the fourth quarter of the third period fouling, fouling. of this game. We're out for the Marketing Money Podcast. We'll see you later. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.